0: You're listening to Strawberry Milkshake. Hello friends, welcome back to my podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful day. I know I am. I hope you had a wonderful week. Um, For me, my week was a little crazy. You know, obviously with school, it's always really busy. But beside all my schoolwork I had to do, I did get a good amount of reading done. I think more than usual. Usually for my episodes, I talk about the book that I finished from last week and then I talk about the book that I'm currently reading. So usually I think I read about like one book a week. But this week, I finished two books and I started a new one. so that's like a huge breakthrough for me well not exactly a breakthrough but just more of like I read more so let me go ahead and get started on that so the first book I finished was Coraline and this is by Neil Gaiman I talked about it last episode kind of saying how I didn't like it that much and it wasn't really a favorite of mine so I'm going to go ahead and give my final review now that I'm done with it I did rate it a three stars a three out of five stars and this is because the story was good don't get me wrong it was a very unique and original story that I did have an interest in which is obviously why I read the book it was very good the writing was okay i've read better writing i think the story could have been better if it would have had better writing because you know more description and just you know different ways to convey the message but overall it was good the one thing i didn't care for too much that the idea was very unique to where it was very much out there kind of how i said last week it was like pinocchio how pinocchio is also very out there as well like i said though it was good you know i didn't hate it i just didn't love it so i liked it so i rated it a three out of five stars but that one wasn't my favorite i probably wouldn't read it again at least not voluntarily but i think i would probably like half recommend it. It depends on what you're interested in and if you're a fan of Neil Gaiman. But um, yeah, I rated it a 3 out of 5. It was okay. The next book I read is called Dead Voices and this is the second book in the series and the series is called Small Spaces. I talked about the first book because I read it recently and I talked about it and the first book was called Small Spaces which is the name of the series and this is the one that I said I didn't care for too much because of the writing. I talked about how the writing was kind of like in Third person, and how it wasn't exactly from one person's point of view, it was from all of their point of view but it was just kind of confusing I didn't care for it too much but a YouTuber actually a booktuber I watched she recommended the second one Dead Voices and she said she had not read the first one yet but that she loved the second one it was so spooky so good such a great story better writing so I was like you know I was like okay fine I'll give it a try so I checked it out from the library I read it and I absolutely loved it the first one I think I gave like a two or a three star I don't exactly remember but this one I gave a four star if I could I would give it a four and a half but on Goodreads I can't but I guess for the podcast I'm gonna give it a four and a half out of five and that is I just loved it so much it was so good the writing was definitely better um the point of view from the story from the characters it was still kind of like a third person but not as bad it was like it was almost like all points of views it was really interesting I did like that a lot better so the writing definitely improved maybe it was you know because it was her first book the last book and you know she was getting started but this one it was her second book and maybe you know she made it better so I did like the writing a lot more and the story was also very creative and very good very intriguing and I honestly just wanted to keep reading which is why I did I stayed up late um kind of on a school night (laughs) I stayed up a little bit later than I probably should have but it was fine I was fine um but it was so good I need to finish it because I was like I have too much school to do tomorrow I need to finish it tonight and that was like I think yesterday yeah that was Tuesday night so I stayed up a little bit later but I still you know I went to sleep at a good time now that that's important but I did and dead voices was so good this story I just highly recommend it even if you're an adult just go read this book it is so good middle grades honestly I feel like anyone can read them if you're an adult Or a teenager, or whatever age you are, I feel like you can read a middle grade. Middle grades are for everyone. And this one, if you like spooky things and ghost stories and ghost legends and friendship and all that stuff, then be sure to go read this book because this one was so good. Like this one I would actually consider buying. It was that good. So I highly recommend it. It is called Dead Voices and this is by Katherine Arden. And now the book I'm currently reading, this book I have been anticipating for so long, ever since I heard that the the author was going to release it i have been just so excited and awaiting it and it is called the girl in white by none other than Lindsay curie If you guys have been around on this podcast for a while, you would know that I love all of Lindsay Curie's books. I've read all of them. There's only been three, but I've read them all. I love them so much. They are just so good. They're all spooky ghost stories and ghost hauntings, which is literally like what I love. I love them so much. So when I heard that she was going to release this one, I could not wait. And then I started hearing really, really, really good things about it. People were saying this is the most atmospheric book they've ever read. Perfect middle grade spooky book. It was like actually really spooky and very good so I am just so excited to read this one and I have only read the first chapter because only last night did I finish Dead Voices and then I had a lot of schoolwork today so I haven't had the chance to really read that much I did get read the first chapter I think it's like probably 10 pages i've read and just the 10 pages i've read has me hooked like i want to read more so some books i know take a little bit longer to get into it this book and dead voices as well i was hooked by the first like few pages so that's when you know a book is really good it's going to be good all throughout i'm so excited to read this book and then give you guys my review but you know it's lindsay curie and i feel like all of her books each year that she publishes it has gotten better every single year and i loved what lives in the woods which was her last book that was published last year I love that one so much and I'm just wondering how it can get better because I love her writing I love her story ideas they're all so great so I am just like so hyped and so excited to read this one so I'll let you guys know as soon as I finish it by next week and next week's episode I'll probably be having my review ready so I'm super excited about that and those are all of the books that I read or I'm currently reading and now let's move on to what we watched so what we watched was I don't know if I mentioned this in my last episode we watched to the original Hocus Pocus and I liked it a lot and then since the new Hocus Pocus came out that I was talking about last week and my last week episode was going to come out the day that that episode was published I we watched that one and it was super good I loved it I liked it way more than the first one I think the first one out of 10 stars I would give it a six maybe but I think this new one the new one that just came out last week I'm gonna give it probably like a nine and a half I liked it a lot I liked that it was kind of more modernized but not too much to where it's weird weird and not sticking with tradition it was super good they left it open for another hocus pocus but for a different um witch so I liked it a lot and I if you're already a Hocus Pocus fan, I'm pretty sure you've already watched it, but if you have kind of been, you know, on the fence of watching the Hocus Pocus series, which is only two movies now, I highly recommend to watch it. I do recommend watching the first one first, because, you know, that's how they got released, and the second movie is kind of a continuation of it, so I do recommend watching them in order of how they got released, but you don't necessarily need to, because they kind of explain it for you anyways. It's your choice, but I do like the second one better, Um, but that was kind of all that we watched this week um i don't think i said it last week actually but i think last week we watched a movie called interstellar and this was a very good movie i highly recommend this one as well i am not that much of a space person because this movie is like a space movie like an outer space movie very smart and stuff like that i'm not that kind of person that like actually has an interest in that. I think it's very interesting, but I don't care to really learn more about it, I would say. So I wasn't exactly excited or thrilled when my sister was like, let's watch this movie. I was like, um, sure, I guess. And then we watched it. It took us a few days to watch it, actually, because it's like three hours long, which is very long, but it's very good. I highly recommend it. Coming from a person who doesn't care for all of that science and math and space stuff, I liked it a lot. I know it's an older movie, so if you've heard of it and you've watched it, then you would know. It's nothing new, but but I do recommend checking it out. If you haven't, it's very good and I highly recommend it. A wonderful story and actually it really gets you thinking about, you know, the earth and the world and all that stuff. So I really recommend that. And now moving on to this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about the history and just kind of all about Morse code. If you do not know what Morse code is, Morse code is not a different language, but a different way of communicating. So this alphabet for Morse code um, consists of dashes and dots. So there is a sequence of dashes and dots that each create a letter and they put this together to make sentences and that is how you can, you know, convey a message. And this was used back then, um, like a long time ago. I'm gonna go over that in a little bit, but that is what I'm going to be talking about. If you don't exactly know what I'm talking about still, I'm going to go ahead and insert a little clip of what um, Morse code sounds like and it is going to be s-o-s so pay attention to what it sounds like and like i said it is going to be s-o-s so listen real closely real quick okay so that was s-o-s and morse code as you could hear it was dot 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 dash 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 dot 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 and that is s-o-s And another thing I was actually going to say, but I guess I'll say it right now, SOS doesn't actually stand for one thing in particular. Most people think and most people know it as save our ship because that was what people used it for. It's kind of like, you know, a distress signal. It's when you need help. It's kind of like a call or cry for help. Um, But it actually does not mean save our ship. That is just what it was commonly used for. But you know, what if you're not on a ship and you need help anyways? You don't, you're not going to change it. It's always going to be SOS sos basically it does not really mean anything it's just known for a call for help i just thought that was super interesting because i thought it was known for save our ship but then i was like that doesn't make sense though because what if you just need help in general and you're not on a ship then you can't use that but no you do use sos no matter what no matter where you are that is the call for help so if you're ever in a situation where you need help and you know morse code do sos dot 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 dash 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 dot 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 and people will know what that means even people that don't know morse code should know sos at least that is like the main thing people know about morse code um like for example when i first started to learn morse code a few days ago i already knew sos I already knew it was dot 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 dash 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 dot dot, dot. like i feel like that's kind of a basic because you might see it in movies or read it in books and stuff like that but let's go ahead and get into it So first of all, I'm gonna talk about why am I even talking about Morse code? I should be doing fall themed content. I know, I know. And I was going to do another fall themed idea, but I just decided that every month, which is every four weeks, I tried to do at least one kind of educational where you learn something new episode. So I thought this one was perfect for this month because it also kind of you know related to what I was learning in my life right now. So one day, it was like a few days ago, I know I'm acting like it was a long time ago, a few days ago, my mom was like, let's learn Morse code. So she started researching. Searching it and she started learning ways to learn it, and then she taught me and one of my sisters. One of my other sisters didn't want to learn it at the beginning, but then when she saw me and my mom, and my sister communicating through it, she wanted to learn it because we were like doing secret messages. But um, it does not take that long to learn if you do it a certain way, which I'm also going to go over in a little bit. But you know, she was like, Let's learn it, we learned it, and that's why I'm doing this episode. I literally learned it. I think it was on the weekend. So, like last week when the episode went out on Friday, I think I learned it either Saturday or Sunday, or maybe it was even Friday. It was one of of those weekdays and it was very fun I loved it a lot it only took me about two days to learn the whole alphabet and then after you learn the whole alphabet you can do any message you want so it's very helpful very easy to learn so let's go ahead and talk about the history of Morse code and how it began and who it was created by and just basically you know the history of Morse code so the first thing it says here some believe the motivation for creating a better faster way to communicate came to Samuel Morse which is the kind of creator and founder of Morse code when tragedy struck his life in eighteen thirty five he was in washington d c when he received a letter informing him that his wife was ill at their home in connecticut by the time he was able to get home his wife had already passed away and was buried so just kind of going to summarize that It began when um, Samuel Morse was away from home, and he received a letter saying that his wife was sick, very sick, and by the time he got that letter and by the time he got home, she was not only dead, but she had already been buried, and you know, dying and being buried takes a few days, so that must have taken him so long to get home you know because it took time for the letter to arrive to him then it took time for him to get home and find the wife already buried so that is very unfortunate and you know sometimes good things come out of bad situations that's just how it works but that is the story of it i did not know that until actually my mom told me that and i was like i'm going to say that in my podcast episode but um that was super interesting and kind of sad the next thing it says here is morse which is samuel morse the guy was an artist by profession and an inventor who had already created a prototype of the telegraph before his wife's death. There were many people around the world working on versions of telegraphs at the same time as the technology in them was pretty well understood. However, he was able to get his version of the recorded telegraph working by 1838. So the accident happened in eighteen thirty five, not the accident, but when his wife died and all of that tragedy struck, as they said. That was in eighteen thirty-five, and then by the time he actually got his Morse code thing to work, that was in eighteen thirty-eight, so it took a few years. But he already kind of had his Morse code in the process before he left home. So that was already a thought in his head. It wasn't entirely based on his wife's death, but it was kind of more like, um, let's do it now even more because of situations like this. But it wasn't exactly just from that. It was kind of built on that but not exactly like built from that um so i thought that was also interesting as well and then skipping ahead a few years after it had been known and they had tested it around the world it says here that the telegraph took off from there with lines rapidly being built and by 1961 the western union had completed the first transcontinental telegraph line across the u.s soon telegraph operators learned to recognize the code by ear and could send it by memory so that is going to take time like i'm not there yet because you know i cannot memorize it exactly i can it takes me time but i cannot do it right Right away but don't worry hopefully when i will get there But that is um i just want to do a little bit of the history just so you are aware of how it all began and the reason it was created and how it is so well known and now i'm going to go ahead and give some examples of letters of the dashes and dots and how you can if you want to learn the alphabet so it's not just memorizing dashes and dots there is this kind of i guess tactic that people do instead of just memorizing it Basically, this is going to sound confusing. I hope I can say this the right way to you understand it. Basically, I'm going to give you an example so I don't mess up everything. A G for the letter G It's dash dash dot. The way that you can remember this is by putting a sentence for every single letter. So for example, for a dash, it's gonna be a longer word and for a dot, it's gonna be a shorter word. So you can come up with your own sentence if you understand what I'm saying. If you still don't understand exactly what I'm saying or if you just wanna continue listening on, our sentence that we came up with is gigantic grasshopper hop. So gigantic is a long word, so that would be dash. Grasshopper is a long word, so that would be dash as well. And then hop is a short word, so that would be a dot. So then it would be dash, dash, dot. Gigantic grasshopper hop. Also, I want to point out that for your sentence for each letter, the first word has to start with the letter that you're trying to make the sentence for. So for example, gigantic, you know, that's a G, so that would be for the letter G. And gigantic grasshopper hop, that would be dash, Dash, dot the next letter i have here to give an example of is the letter n so the sequence for n is dash dot and the sentence that we came up with was nocturnal bats which would be dash dot nocturnal is a long word which is a dash and bats is a short word which would be a dot so dash dot nocturnal bats and like i said n and nocturnal nocturnal starts with the letter n so that is for the letter n the last letter i have here for an example i'm going to just say the sentence and then you try and tell me well not tell me you can't tell me but you try to guess what the sequence is going to be and then i'll say it after and let's see if you're right so the sentence is kangaroo hop kangaroo So this is obviously for the letter k because that's what the first sentence is for but what is the sequence i'm going to go ahead and give you a second to think about what it is a sentence is kangaroo hop kangaroo so that's three words so that's going to be three different little things and what is it go ahead and think real quick okay the answer is dash dot dash so if you had dash dot dash great job you got it right if not don't worry you will learn it eventually so kangaroo is a long word which is going to be a dash Hop is a short word which is going to be a dot and kangaroo again at the end is going to be a long word which is dash so kangaroo hop kangaroo would be dash dot dash now you might be thinking how am i supposed to remember all those sentences with you know they're random sentences how am i supposed to correlate those and remember with the letters so what i do is every single day even like today i practice and i write down you know the whole alphabet a b c d you know just the whole alphabet And then in my mind, I play the sentences. So I'm a more visual person. So when I was first learning them, I actually had to write down the sentences for each letter because that helped me remember it so for g i had to actually write down gigantic grasshopper hop and then that's what helped me remember it and basically now every time i fill out the alphabet that i do every single day in my mind i'm like g gigantic grasshopper hop dash dash dot so whatever way helps you that is the way that helps me and most people instead of just remembering them that is what most people do and it's also very easy so if you want to go ahead and go through the whole alphabet first obviously you're going to need to get the dashes and dot sequences off from google of the whole alphabet and then you can come up with your own sentences for them that'll help you remember so whatever helps you remember like i said i hope that you learned a little bit about the history of morse code and maybe now i have you know inspired you to maybe go learn some morse code because it is super cool to learn morse code and super handy i think in case of a bad situation then you know morse code so i think it's super helpful super handy but yeah i hope that you enjoyed this episode before you leave the positive quote for this week's episode is you can't stop the waves but you can learn to surf and this is by john kabat zinn and this is referring you know to life and obstacles in life you can't stop them from happening you know you cannot stop them you can't try to make them stop you can't do none of that stuff because that's just how life works so instead of complaining about you know the bad things that are happening try to find a way to get past them learn how to deal with them kind of so you can't stop the waves you know you can't stop the bad things from happening in your life but you can learn to serve, but you can learn to deal with them and to handle them. So I thought that was super inspirational and super true. And just, you know, go by that because that's how life works. So I thought that was super good. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to check out any of my other episodes. I have been doing fall themed episodes, so go check those out. And next week's episode should be a fall themed episode. Um, but if you want to check out any of my other episodes, leave me a voice message. Go follow me over on Instagram or leave me a donation for this podcast. You can do so by clicking the link in this episode description. And it will take you directly to my podcast homepage where you can access all of those things I just said. But anyways, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you guys next Friday. Bye friends!